Blog Talk Radio. I have to remember each week to wait for that annoying thing. Anyway, um, Melissa wrote in about a cart about cart storage. A vendor finds a welcome market where the grains are consumed by the glass, and we'll hear about when an event goes bad after you do everything right. <laughs> folks broadcasting live with his tin cans and a brand new string from a top old smoky it's ben the king of wiener slingers with a fancy co-host with important guests and the best answers a third grade education can buy all for you sponsored by benscarts.com whiskey by the jug and donuts you are so in for a treat today but if i told you now i'd have to kill you so stay tuned ben's is nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's downing his last glass of liquid courage. And he'll be live in 30 seconds. Have you ever wondered why the guy selling hot dogs always seems so happy? Hello, Mrs. Smith. Hello, Mr. Johnson. Can I interest either of you in a hot dog? Do you want to find out why? LearnHotDogs.com Get free video training, earn points, and get free stuff. Read Ben's hot dog blog and more. The premier source for hot dog vending information. Go to learnhotdogs.com. Well, well, well. Um, how's um, Jason tonight? Is you is or is you ain't doing good? Can you hear me? Uh, well, <laughs> Well, I know that um, you did a big event, and I want to pull up some pictures while you tell people about it. Um, yeah. And and this is this is some of the drawbacks to one to being self employed at all. But there's going to be good and bad days. It's also evidence why you save your money. It's evidence why you do great planning. But great planning doesn't always mean great results. Jason's going to share some of this with us. If you don't know who Jason is, you can follow him over at um, Love Hot Dog Company. You can find it. You can Google it. He'll be on Facebook, on Twitter. He's got a website. Um, he's easy to find. Let's see. His um, his website is as popular as that girl that is always written in on the bathroom walls, the public <laughs> restrooms. So... Well, um, I'll share some of these pictures while you share everybody. Tell everybody what what was going on there. Um, God, we had a car show. This guy uh, told us calls us Thursday. Now we already got a couple of big jobs going for the weekend. Calls us Thursday. His uh, caterer bailed on him. Blah blah blah. There's three other big shows. Asked us to cover it. I said, Well, if we get this covered, we get the other shows. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Two, three hundred people. We did, I don't know, 30 cars, 212 bucks. Other guy's got to cover costs on the materials. He goes to leave and the cooks have him blocked in and he goes up and over a curb and through a flower bed and leave. Oh my gosh. So that's the one job. The other job is a bike fair. It's our third year back for it. We usually do pretty well there and it was a little slow. Field day, still slow. You know, nothing you can do. Then we did this huge lacrosse tournament. So we get down there. That picture's not the lacrosse tournament. And uh, 
but the ice cream truck was, you know, loaded. I had my truck with a barbecue trailer, three ice carts, and uh, it was just slow, long, grinding day, man. You know, get the employees back and paying them for 16 hours, and then Matt and I still have a couple more hours of uh, cleanup to do. Now, this is the ice but cream I'm truck sure. that we're looking at now, right? Yeah, and I didn't get a chance to finish wrapping the uh, roof of the ice cream truck there. That goes back into Mara Graphics. We just left the white of the turtle top because I had to bring it home. I had to put the shells in it for the candy. And uh, But now the uh, parlor stripes are going to go up over that top there, too. Now I'm going to show that um, your candy counter real quick. Yeah, this truck didn't have a candy shell, so we fabbed up some brackets and boom, instant candy shell, man. That looks good. The candy looks good, too. Let's see. Um, you've got... And then they're, they're, they're teasing me at the show, you know, calling the girls my ice angels. <laughs> well, they sure can't I hurt. girls, one guy there. They sure can't hurt. Um, let's see. You've got the... I want to pull this back up maybe to come through halfway decent. Yeah, so all that planning is still, you know. And here, here's another screw-up that we probably didn't notice, but they uh, wrapped that part with ice cream rather than ice company. Oh. It says uh, ice cream, yeah. You know, not the end of the world. They're going to rewrap everything this week. But, you know, running a U-Haul, had two skids of, uh, got about $1,400 worth of soda, Powerade, Monster, and water delivered rented a U-Haul, put all the carts in that, it was just easier, you know, with carts and trucks going everywhere. You know, that's 200 and probably 40 bucks, $50 in fuel. Wow. Uh, you know, the one thing we did do that worked out pretty well, uh, sent on an email, all these teams coming in and offered like a, uh, a catered meal that they could pick up. That went over really well. It was just the regular sales just did. And this yeah. is, they weren't supposed to bring in their own food and they did. Yeah. Yep. Nothing really that you could do about it. It was no, it was a uh, headstrong event. It was Cancer Association, Blood Cancer, and um, yeah, it was still a good event. We got invited back to the big college showcase. Right. But you know, it just goes to show. I mean, even guys that have been doing it for a while, you plan and plan and plan, and uh, I think you got your shit together, and you know, and you still get spanked. I mean, yeah, okay. People probably say, "Oh man, I killed to make a thousand dollars." Well. Out of 16-hour employee days, my time, 23-hour day, you know, right. I could have stayed home and gone out with my kids, you know? I hate those days because they feel wasted. Yeah. Um, you, well, I mean, that's, everybody always hears me say, I, mean, I can stay home and not make money. I don't need to go out and lose money. And to me, that, that was a lost day. Right. There was no significant benefit in the day. No. Um, we, we not for that much preparation. This, this, college showcase it's gonna be like 30 teams but i truthfully don't think i'm gonna go really you know man i can do other events where i make more money i mean right your truck's technically not only out on the road and i'm already getting requests for parties for that you know as you and i are set up for the show i got one for june 21st so wow i just uh i don't know sometimes bigger is not better well folks you're listening to um, Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. You're welcome to call in. We will take your calls live, answer questions, share tips, advice, anything that you would like to talk about that's street food vendor related. Um, 
I'm not going to give you any fishing tips or anything like that. Now, the um, the number to call in is 424-258-9364. Press option 1. You can also find that number at streetfoodvendor.tv. Streetfoodvendor.tv, the number is there. You can also watch the live show there. You can watch it on YouTube as well. We had a question that came in. It's from Melissa. She wrote in about cart storage. She lives in an apartment. And although that seems like, oh, that's a no-brainer, you know, get you a storage. Well, sometimes that's not as convenient. So you've got to figure out what's going to work. It does come down to storage, but there's storage ideas that you may not be aware of. There's businesses that have closed up. There's factories that have closed up, big warehouses that are closed up. That they list their storage um, on Craigslist. They may say, listen, we'll give you a 10 by 10 area in our big warehouse. There's some businesses that are possibly not using all of their warehouse or all of their back space, and they may allow it. So if you go in your local area and you want to keep it local so you leave your house and go you know, not far to get your cart, well, I have found people that have found an old gas station that they don't use the back room anymore, and you can wheel it in through the double doors or whatever. There's things like that. Especially you find this in your bigger cities where it's not as convenient. Many people live in condos, townhouses, apartments. And so, you know, when we talk about it, just take your cart home. Well, that's not feasible for many. So what you have to do is come up with a solution. You have to come up with a a storage. Some mini storages are superb for that. They have, you know, secure gates. You have a key code. You get in, you get out whenever you want. That may add to fifty, seventy-five bucks a month. You know, in rural areas, it's twenty-five bucks a month. But I'm sure in big cities, because space is a premium, they are going to charge more. The bottom line is, is if you're making money, you should be able to afford that without an issue. There's also the possibility that you find someone in your neighborhood that owns a home, has a two-car garage, has you know a friend through church, a friend through you know your basket weaving class, whatever it is who will allow it. But the thing is, you have to ask. You have to put it out there. You know, because what inevitably happens is you'll be somewhere with a group of friends and go, yeah, I'm paying 125 a month for the storage unit, and I've been paying it for seven years. And they go, well, why didn't you tell me? I'd let you put it in my garage. And you go, well, I'll piss had I only said something. So maybe put an ad on Craigslist. It's free to do. Maybe plug a post on your Facebook and say, hey, does anybody live near me that has storage? And maybe one of your friends will know somebody who lives near you where you can put it in storage. You do want to make sure that you have access at all times, not at 2 in the morning, but there's going to be times when you get late, home late from an event. And, and you know, in many storage, they typically 24 hours a day. But if you're using a friend's garage, you don't want to wake them up at 3 in the morning. So this may come down to... You having to, if you have the ability to park it and leave it towed, to, you know, coupled to your vehicle, then great. Buy you a coupler lock, a hitch lock, so nobody can ride off with it. Empty, take all the pans out and take them in the house with you. That is one way to do it. There's some other places that will let you um, store stuff. There's, um, I've heard uh, numerous of them, but like a, a farmer may have a barn. 
Well, if you're not in a rural area, that may not be feasible either. But there's people that have businesses. There's mechanic shops that go, yeah, you, I, I don't even use Bay 3. Or, you know, there's things like that you can do. Some vendors have found that they can rent a storage unit cheaper. It's already there, and they can have access to it 24 hours a day. End all, be all, that would be what I chose unless I could find something later. So I may choose that first where I'm paying, and then later I'll go to um, a friend who lives three and a half blocks away and put it in his garage unit. And even if you had to pay him a little bit, it wouldn't be that bad. Do you have any ideas or suggestions on that, Jason? I mean, you can look for a commissary, construction yards, things like that. Like you said, you know, closed businesses. Pretty much anywhere. I mean, you know, you just got to be able to talk to people. Yeah, you, you got to go uh, out and look. Yeah, maybe the church, things like that. And you, you make hot dogs for a ball team or something, you know. There's always something. Yeah, and sometimes it may not be as easy easy for you because, you know, I can imagine living in New York City. You know, you may have an issue finding a place to keep it. But it's there. There's something there somewhere that other vendors are taking their carts to. Um, they're either paying for a parking spot in a parking garage. Something like that may even work. The only problem is it's not as secure there. But if you're paying for parking, they usually have a security personnel who you know rides through every 29 hours or so. I mean, like this week alone, we picked up three new members of the commissary. Yeah. Yeah, and that may be a thought, too, is, is maybe there's other vendors in your area. This is a benefit to to being in a an area that doesn't have place for you to store it, is you go rent a building and then and then sublease that space out inside it to other vendors. Put it on Craigslist. J- Jason's done the same thing. He's leased a building and turned it into a, an official commissary, and now he's leasing it to other vendors. So, so now they can all share it, and they didn't have to look for it. Cash flow a month. Right, yeah. I know some, I know, I know, well, I say some. I know a couple vendors who have gotten out of the vending and just run a commissary. There's one um, near me who just runs a commissary full-time, and there's one in Florida that I spoke with. I think he was on the show a long time ago that, um, that does the same thing. He runs a commissary. It's it's a nice it's extra income. Because like you know, with conspiracy now, I'm going after uh, my first target was Coke, and combining all the guys in the conspiracy and the commissary for buying power. You know, we got dropped down to what they sell Coke to uh, charities. Yeah, that's awesome. See, sixty-two a case delivered. Where we up here right now, they want like nine ninety-five a case delivered. So. $3 a, a case savings. Yep. That's cheaper than the grocery stores, and you get, you're getting the freshest batches so they last longer. And you did that with buying power because of your commissary. Commissary um, and the conspiracy. Yeah. Now this week I'm going after a couple of the food suppliers, produce guy. Now some people may not know this, Jason, that you, you've been at this for about a year and a half now, year and four months. No, I'm doing that. Is that right? That'll be two years in August. Two years in August. Okay. 
Um, two years in July. Sorry. This, this isn't like July. somebody that got lucky. He started with one unit, and this has expanded into ice cream carts, um, I, frozen, you know, frozen ice. Um, his concession trailer, his concession truck, these types of things. These are all doable. We talk about it each week. These are all doable. You'll hear from vendors that do this kind of stuff. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with a um, with a phone call. Hot dog saved my life. The book, everything you ever wanted to know about hot dog vending, and probably some things you don't. Available at Ben'sCarts.com forward slash book. Why spend one hundred or more dollars when you can get it all for less than thirty bucks? Ben'sCarts.com forward slash book. Get it, read it, and discover how you can cash in and change your life for good. Ben'sCarts.com forward slash book. Area code 910, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Thanks for calling in. Hey, Ben, it's Charlie Smith with Dunny Smitty's Hot Dogs. How's it going? Doing good, brother. How are you? Pretty good. Just calling to give you an update. All right. I'd love it. You know, know, I started my business about maybe about a month and a half ago, right? Yep. Well, um, got into a, you know, we have the cake business also. Well, we got into the, uh, the furniture market in High Point. Uh, initially, oh, wow. we were supposed to go there with our cake trailer, but I, the uh, the coordinator asked me if I could bring the hot dog cart for the first couple of days. Well, we took the hot dog cart Monday and Tuesday, didn't go Wednesday, went the rest of the week. We also went, the, the market lasted almost two weeks. It went up until Thursday this past week. In a week and a half period, we grossed about average of $300 a day. Congratulations. That is fantastic. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You've even got the studio audience all excited. Yeah, I see that. I mean, the high point market, you can't walk through in a day. I've been there back when I had furniture stores. And that's an enormous, enormous place. So that's fantastic that you got invited to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there there were five food trucks out in front next to the curb in front of the showplace building and I was up on the showplace um on the sidewalk in front of the building. Uh wow. I think I tagged hot dogs in the the uh, the newspaper article that was online and the high point newspaper I actually I think I tagged on Facebook, I think I tagged the uh, high uh, the hot dogs page. Anyway, okay. it was um it, it was a good a good showing. Um like I said there were five food trucks. I was sitting behind them in the on the sidewalk, and there were also three or four different restaurants that had catering places inside, and we did very well at that event. I'm looking forward to wow. the next one. Now, tell me this: Are you've been you're relatively new at this? What would you right. tell a vendor, or what could you share with all vendors? Um, things that you've learned so far, like something you were doing that you've changed already, things that you've learned in this short time. Well, one thing I've learned is uh, sausages in this area don't really work on the cart. Um, I do the all-beef hot dogs. Um, right. well, I'll tell you what I did do. I was using uh, Flowers hot dog rolls from um, Sam's Club, and yep. uh, I switched to a Martin's potato roll. And uh, much better bread. Uh, people oh, love yeah. it better. And um, when I changed my price from 250 to $3, I didn't skip a beat. They saw that Martin's potato rolls, and they kept right on buying 
Wow, good. Well, I'm, I'm, that's, a, that's a good one, and, and you figured this out because of why. How did you figure it out to change roles? Well, I, um, Stuart Ford, actually, uh, you, you know who I'm talking about. Yep. He yep. actually called me one day and told me that uh, he had a birthday party that needed to be catered. He wasn't able to do it because he was at the baseball field. Well, the guy that I did the party for just happened to work for Martin's Potato Rolls, and uh, he supplied all the rolls for that party. And right. um, from that point on, I just, you know, got in contact with him. I said, hey, you know, what's the price of the rolls, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, he got me in contact with a bread guy that was able to give me the price and all that kind of stuff. And I just went from there and said, you know, if I'm paying 10 cents more per roll, why not just raise my do- my price a dollar more at this event? Because I started out, well, my regular price for hot dog is $2, uh, $2 on a regular location. Well, I started this event at 250 When I switched rolls, I went up to $3. And like I said, I didn't skip a beat. And you had a few people that, man, you, you were 250 yesterday. It's like, well, look, I didn't have different roles today. And I said, I'll tell right. you what, I'll give you this one, and you can let me know what you think. People, I mean, I, I gave out a couple of different hot dogs to people. Just, hey, you know, if you don't like it, let me know. They came back and bought more. <laughs> yeah. So it works. I love the rule of reciprocity. <laughs> um, if, if y'all haven't been following the blog long, um, type in the word reciprocity, R-E-C, um, I can't even spell it. R e c i p r o c i t y, reciprocity. Um, reciprocity, and and look at that blog article, um, and learn what you can do about it. It's kind of like paying it forward, but doing what you just explained. When you give something away, it's almost like a contract. People feel obligated. They, to reciprocate, that's where it comes from, the, the rule of reciprocity. So I'm impressed with you. I thank you for sharing that with us. All right. Another thing, you asked me what I would tell other people. You always talk about that yellow notepad. Well, I have a blue notepad. I keep one in my truck. I keep one in the house. I keep one in my cart. And I'm always writing down notes. I'm always taking notes about this or that, uh, You know, listening to the older shows or talking to other vendors. I know this one vendor that used to call him a lot, Rob, uh, in North Carolina. Yep. Yep. Uh, I called him one day, and uh, he told me he wasn't doing it anymore, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, he gave me a lot of good information and uh, got good. me in contact with a vendor down in Charlotte, North Carolina, which uh, this guy works at. Um, he has a lot of different flow car dealerships that he uh, he caters for on weekends, and uh, I'm going to be working with him here probably in the summer, getting the location set up and things like that. So. We're, we're doing some stuff here in Winston-Salem, and I tell you, uh, every time I see Stuart Ford at Sam's Club or stop by his house, I give him a call. He's right there to answer questions and help me out as much as possible. Yeah, that's fantastic that you've got somebody that can bounce ideas and stuff off of. Um, I do a lot of that with Jason. The um, right. and, and Rob was another one um, that we were able to share stuff with. Um, Rob was a go-getter. Um, I, right. I hate he's left it. The – there. I'm impressed with you, and I thank you for calling in. I hope you'll call back and keep us up to date as you move along. Um, I'm not positive that the um, the blue pads will work as good as the yellow pads, but um, <laughs> let, let me know. keep me up to date. Have I a have good one. All right, you do the same. Thank you, man. Thanks, All man. right. Caller, area code 573. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food. Baker, right here? Yep. Hello? Hello? Hello. It's got paper over it. And, uh, I think they've got the speaker on. They didn't realize they were on the air. 
Um, I'll come back to them in just a second. Caller, area code 925. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Uh, Brother Ben, how are you, sir? This is Eric Johnson calling. My gosh, how are you? I'm doing great, sir. I just kind of wanted to call in. Thank you again for uh, all the encouragement and just uh, just the awesomeness of, of this blog and just for everything that you do, man. I really appreciate it. Well, I'm happy Thanks. for you. You still sorry, with dude, us? I think I, cut, I think I cut you off there. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I, I said I appreciate it. Um, the um, So how's it going? Everything's going really good. I'm uh, just working my butt off to get this cart finished by Easter. Um, I, <laughs> you know, we're going to have a house full over here, and I thought I'd uh, break it in on everybody and, and uh, see how things go. That'll make for a good Easter egg hunt. I think so. I think I'll make it, too. I've been making pretty good progress. Um, kind of frustrating sometimes, but, you know, this was definitely not a kit. So uh, <laughs> when the frustrations come up, kind of step back, rethink it, continue on, and, and that's kind of how I've gotten as far as I've gotten, man. But uh, looking forward to the future very much so. Um, went to visit a, a hot dog cart yesterday. My girlfriend happened to see one around her work the other day. And uh, I struck up a conversation with him and learned a little bit about where he used his commissary services, what brand of hot dogs he used, which were awesome, by the way. And uh, it just seems like, I don't know, all the stars are aligned properly at this point in my life. It's just, it's, everything is just cruising. It's awesome. Well, good. You know, to, to, tomorrow night, late, um, actually Tuesday morning at about 2 a.m., we get the blood moon. Happens very, very <laughs> seldom. Um, full moon's going to turn like a reddish rust color if you're right. into that stuff. Um, oh, yeah. I love it. I'm an avid cyclist, and I love going in the heat things. Uh, oh, yeah. Obviously, you've got to be a little bit more careful and whatnot, but absolutely, man, yeah. Well, Ben, look, I don't want to take up more of your time, brother. Um, I will continue to listen in, and uh, if I can be of help to anybody if they're doing a hot dog build, I, you know, I wanted to mention really quick. You have to say, yeah. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Cool. I just wanted to mention, um, you know, I deal with this fear thing from time to time. This is a new kind of a uh, field of, of work that I'm getting into, and. I think quite naturally the fear comes in, and it just it's always seems to be in the back burner, you know. You just sort of have to work above it somehow. Right. And that's why I appreciate hearing callers like your last caller, uh, you know, doing gig, fairly new guy. And I really, I had no idea that Jason was uh, only been doing this for going on two years, I guess. He seems like he's been doing this for freaking years, you know. Um, <laughs> A lot of hard work. I guess. A bit of a head start with pizza. Years ago, and I, you know, took some time off. Yeah, he had a he had a um, a mobile pizza truck. Um, oh, okay. You know, and he had a bad accident, and then and once he recouped somewhat, he went back at it. But he oh, wow. he chose um, hot dogs over pizza. Yeah, well, right on, man. Gonna follow in your footsteps, Jason. Let's hope things pan out. <laughs> yeah. Nothing to it but to do it, man. Thank you, sir. Thanks again, Ben. I appreciate it. You guys have a good night, and I'll be listening to you. You do the same. Thanks for calling in. Okay, um, I want to um, 
tell y'all about a vendor that called me this week. This was it excited me because I, I like hearing about new stuff. It's like the high point market. I never considered that place. You there's literally no end to the locations you can get. And one day this year, I'll probably do another location show, and I'll try to lump all this into one show of locations, which will be a big show. But the, the we almost every episode mention locations of some sort. Um, but this will be a new one. Yeah. This will be a new one for us. Have you ever seen those hot dog vendors with a hinge pan lid? Well, Ben has them now. They're over at Ben'sCarts.com in the accessory store. These aren't your run-of-the-mill pans either. Ben wanted to make a pan that would last as long as your cart would, so he used the thickest gauge stainless steel pans on the market. Yep, you can buy cheaper versions, but you can't buy better ones. These are for the seriously busy hot dog vendors and built to last, and you can get them only over at Ben'sCarts.com. Out of shape? Get off the f-ing couch. Go to benscarts.com and get the scoop on free training, top-notch accessories, link over to the radio show and the blog. Plus, you can get Ben's tell-all book on how you can change your life forever. Hot dog, save my life. It's all available at benscarts.com. Be there. Slick Willie Johnson from New York, and you'll be grooving live with the Hot Dog and Man on HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Well, folks, um, we have other callers on the line, and we'll, we're going to jump right on them in just a second. I wanted to tell you, I had a vendor call me, and the she went to, her and her husband went to a bar, but it's, it's one of these, um, uh, I don't know, they're a brewery. They they make their own beer. It's a small time brewery micro bar, brew. like yeah, microbrew. But the, I mean, they have big tanks, you know, in there. I guess they're not like a home kit, but it's it's they're making their own beer, and they don't serve food. They don't have a kitchen. They're just a bar, and she got to talking with them and enjoying the um, atmosphere, and and ultimately thought. Well, they need a hot dog cart. And so she asked the owner, hey, what about putting a hot dog cart? He did a backflip, basically. He goes, my gosh, will it fit through the doors? Well, they're using an old warehouse that has huge double doors going in where they used to pallet in stuff. Well, so she can take her cart all the way through the building, all the way out the back to this huge, like, um, veranda thing that walks you down to the river and now she's got a new gig at the river at a bar and she's the only food supplier well you take 300 400 people you know on a saturday night um who can't go get food anywhere else local close and they come there there's a bar next door that heard about it and told her, hey, but we want you over here. And so now she's talked to them about putting, setting up, they both have a, a river view, taking down the fence and putting her in, her in between so that patrons can mingle all around that whole backyard, basically. And I think it's fantastic. What a great idea. And it's something that I hadn't thought of. A lot of these microbreweries don't have food. 
people love going. They love the atmosphere. This one apparently has live music, you know, and and so it's got a, a, a nice ambiance. And now she's going to be able to serve stuff. Well, she's going to be able to serve about anything she wants because there's not going to be any specters there. Um, so she could serve spaghetti one night. She could serve barbecue one night, all from the cart. Um, so I'm excited. I'll keep you up to date as I get more information on that, but I thought that was interesting. Um, call our area code 810. Thanks for holding. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Yeah, how you doing, Ben? Doing good. How are you? Real good. This is Steve from Breezeway Vending. I'm up here in Michigan on the thumb. And, uh, I built your cart, man. I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, now, I also got a little ice cream cart that will uh, be setting up this year. And wow. Uh, right on the harbor, and, you know, we made a killing last year, but we only were able to have a temporary license. Now uh, I'm showing, uh, getting my serve safe and uh, getting all my other licenses done. Uh, I just want to appreciate all the help you've been giving me and anyone else. You know, I listen to your show all the time, and you know, a lot of great sound advice. Uh now I'm just trying to find some decaf, you know. eBay seems the best place to go or else you've got to make it yourself. Right, so, yeah. Uh, or um, any other sources. Let me tell you some other sources or Ace Other Source. Um, contact a company that makes banners, especially a local company. Most banner companies apply the graphics to the banner with vinyl stickers. So they've already got the cutout machine. They've got the printer for the vinyl stickers. They have everything, and they and they use the UV-protected vinyl because it's going on an outdoor banner in most cases. Those places can usually sell you that stuff dirt cheap. I once contacted a billboard company because they I knew they would know who does banners. Well, it turned out they make their own banners for the billboards. Well, it's all vinyl sticker on top of the vinyl billboard, the wrap. And I wanted a wrap for a vehicle. And everybody I contacted was outrageous. I had a 24-foot box truck that I wanted wrapped that made it look like you were looking inside somebody's home with furniture. I contacted the billboard company. They said, we can make it for you. 340 bucks, I believe. 340 bucks wrapped my entire 24-foot truck. Back door and all. So a hot dog cart stickers should be easy. I hope that helps. You have to let yeah. me know. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm loving it. Everybody else seems to be loving it. I had a little problem with uh, local restaurants because they didn't want me, you know, setting up because we're the only fast food around. Uh, right. had a problem with the local government, but, you know, uh, and the president of the Chamber of Commerce has his restaurant. So, uh, that Jason was a little bit went different. through that about two weeks ago. Yeah. Just got the permit Thursday uh, night, second round. They didn't want to issue it. And just contact the Institute for Justice, ask for Miranda. She'll give you everything you need to go in there and kill them. Well, we really didn't have any problem because, you know, they don't control the whole board. Uh, right. I went in, 
I showed them my insurance, showed them everything uh, they needed. Uh, the county health inspector loves our cart, uh, and they voted on it. You know, he voted no. He's not the only vote. So. Uh, see, he shouldn't abstain, being that he owned a restaurant in town. Right, and we have here, and I was able to set it up on Fourth of July last year, right at the end of the, and when they had the fireworks, and it was fantastic. You know, we got great venues, everything else, and you know, hopefully with this uh, ice cream cart and everything else, we should do good this year. And I just wanted to thank you, and you know. Uh, I love your website, everything else. You've been a big help. Well, thank you so much for saying so, but uh, um, I, none of it could be done without all the vendors and, and people like Jason who call in and, and help a lot, um, sharing advice, expertise, um, sharing stories of, of failure and success. We all learn from it. So it's like a big, it's like a library for vendors. Yeah, well, the only if you don't go out there. You know, you got to hit all the rules and, you know, you got to do your due diligence, like you always say. So, uh, all right, I'll let you get to another caller. Well, I appreciate you calling in. Um, feel free to call back anytime, and, and let me know how the ice cream does. I sure will. Well, you have a good one. I appreciate you. We have yep. – uh, you know, if if you are interested in getting this business and don't want to or don't have the money or don't want to spend the money yet um, to go into it full bore, consider an ice cream bike. Um, Jason, what's that website? Chilltrike.com. Chilltrike.com, and you will be able to get a um, an ice cream bike or trike that is kick butt, um, has and solar panels. Off the end of the month. Oh, thousand off till the end of April. Yep, so you got about 15 days left, and you can get a – it's got solar-powered. It's completely powered by the sun with, and has a, a mechanical freezer or fridge. It can do either one for you um, on board. These are just sexy, and you can see those at chilltrike.com. That's awesome. Um, so we have – let me double-check. Oh, let me read this email. I'm waiting for an answer from my church about a commissary. Do I need to be trained and certified? Um, the training is up to you. Certification um, depends on your state health codes. So if your state requires you to get the food code, you know, the food, you know, whatever, uh, food safe license, um, food handler's permit through serve safe or, or the likes, then that's what you would have to do. Um, there is a vendor that's on the show tonight listening in that's actually studying for that. I think he takes his test tomorrow, um, and I believe that's Tommy's doggies. Um, but either way, I think that um, I think it's a good thing to have, even if your state doesn't require it, because it shows that you're a professional. And I've often advised, like here in Tennessee, you're not required to have it, but you can go take the ServeSafe test. And, and it gives you something else to show, listen, I'm not a half-asser. I'm doing this, and I'm doing it right. I want to protect my customer. I want to put out the best product. I think it's a brilliant move, especially if you're going to move into these big events and big catering jobs that you want. You can say, yeah, we got our serve safe. Although the state doesn't require it, I still have it. And I'm 
certified, I'm bonded, I'm insured. Here's our last rating, you know, those types of things. So I think that um, it's, I think it's crucial that you do it um, to get that license um, or that certification. I don't have anybody else on the phone. If you would like to call in, we have about 20 minutes left, 424-258-9364, and we'll take your call. It's Sunday night at 8.30, and you're riding a gravy train with biscuit wheels with a hot dog answer man, Ben, on HTVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. The last caller was talking about um, building his own cart last year. He built his own cart, um, worked it last year, made a killing last year, and um, he got that cart at buildacart.com. Buildacart.com will teach you step-by-step. You'll watch it video-wise, materials list, blueprints, everything, so that you can build your own cart um, for about 900 bucks if you build it like we did. You can spend more if you you know want to wrap it in stainless or whatever, but it is a beautiful cart. Um, Jason, tell me about this sale you've got till the end of the month. These normally are what? Normally we're uh, three thousand five ninety five plus shipping, and we dropped it for the month, trying to get some people going to two thousand five ninety five. Shipping right now is running between two and three hundred anywhere in the country. Twenty, so, so twenty six hundred bucks. You can have something that's going to pay for itself the first month out, and and. I mean, a mechanical free freezer that works off solar power. You couldn't buy. You couldn't buy those two items for twenty five hundred dollars. Nah, nah. So and, you know, right now the other thing is, you know, you work all day in the sun and then you get twelve hours of runtime at night. Wow. Wow. And so they can go to chilltrike dot com. I'll um. I'm gonna share this real quick so people can see this. Um. Share, share, share. Let's see. Maybe. Well, keep in mind, I'm not a web developer. <laughs> well, I, I'm apparently not a nothing because I can't even get it to pull up. Let me try one other thing. No, I'm at the site. I'm trying to get it to share. Oh, I can't get it to share. And it's wanting to be a jerk. All right, now I've got it here. Um, this is the Chill Trek website. Um, you see there on your screen. Uh, there's Corey's bike in the middle. Yeah, right here. I believe that's Corey's son in the background there. Yeah, the, I see the O Doggy logo. Um, anyway, these these are something you can make fifty, sixty grand a year, and you can even pay somebody to run it. So even if you don't have time to run it, think of the money that can be made from that. On top of that is solar panel that's powering that freezer. And you can pedal the sucker around. They are sexy. And, uh, we've had real good luck with the news picking up stories for people. And um, even, even an existing vendor, man, like somebody like Corey, he could park that out in front of his uh, trailer and just be vending ice cream out of it, let people reach in and grab novelty pre-wrap stuff. Yeah, you don't see it much. You don't see stuff like that, so it is unique. When I first put out my hot dog cart, people were like, what the heck? Because they had never seen one. Right. Um, people pulled over to see it you know, and ask, what, what are you doing? And this was back before my brains had, had, had any um, thing going on with signage. So I figured you put a hot dog cart out, they'll just come. They'll know and, what it is. Yeah, they're going to know, but nope. So 
Anyway, I, I don't know of anything else that um, that I want to cover tonight. Do you have anything you want to add? Nah, just, uh, you know, with this thing I went through with the township, and like that other caller, don't be afraid to, you know, call Institute for Justice, man. They've been over backwards. Amanda, or I'm sorry, Miranda was great. And, uh, you know, they gave me everything I needed. They wrote a letter on my behalf, like I had typed it. I mean, what more can you ask for for free? I agree. If, if you want to learn more about the Institute for Justice, go to learnhotdogs.com, type in the word justice in the search box, and it'll pull up all the articles and people we've talked to that have had success using them. They're a free resource that is phenomenal. And if you feel like donating a buck or two, donate, because they, that's how they run. Call our area code 810. You're live. Yeah, how you doing again? Steve from Breezeway? Yeah. I just don't have any more callers, so I still got some more questions. No, absolutely. Mind. No, hit us up. Uh, let's see. Uh, now, when I was doing, I have a commissary here in Michigan. Uh, they're letting me go on a cottage law, so I don't have to worry about commissary. Uh it's a really good thing because that was really tough to get up here because we're such a small community. So let me let uh, me share something about that real quick, just so people can know. Um, there is a industry or a law in many states called the Cottage Industry Act, and many states have adopted it, and it allows um, people to create a product in their home and sell it without having to go through the same permitting requirements. This is what he's talking about, and it allowed him a loophole. It allowed him to avoid a commissary. This is something I haven't talked about on the show before. I am I, I am aware of it, and I um I think it's smart. Go ahead with your question. I'm sorry. I I, I wanted to plug that real quick. I know because I've never heard you talk about it before, and you know I was researching, researching it, researching. We lost here. You there? Yes. Okay, I never did talk about the cottage law, and I kept researching and researching, and got with my health inspector, and you know, uh, and uh, the Amish up here do it. So, and I'm like, if you can do it, why can't I do it? Right. You know. Uh, so I was able to get a pass through pretty good here, uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, my main thing is, you know, locations. You know, we've got a lot of uh, events that are lined up here. We have the fast. We've got, I mean, we. I live a half mile away from Lake Huron. You know, we have a roadside park at the end of the road that I can set up at, and I got picnic tables and every, you know, beautiful view of Lake Huron over the cliff. Uh, Hardware store right up the road that lost, uh, but the car shows and those seem to be doing pretty good. Uh, what we're our big thing is uh, helping out the community. We have a uh, like a little a little store. It's called Project Bling that helps people out, you know, with food and clothing and everything else. Uh, how do I? set up that option that I am giving money um, and like the Humane Society. Do I go to the bank and set up a separate account wherever nope. I make a deposit? Nope. And, make it easy. You know, make it, make it got easy. Got Just put up a sign because there's no law that prevents you from donating. 
I would keep a record of it for your tax purposes. Write a but, check. But write a check to them when you do it. But you can you can just start collecting money. You can put up a sign. You can call the Humane Society and say, listen, we want to donate a portion of our proceeds. You don't even have to tell them how much. Can I use your logo? And they'll go, absolutely, use our logo as much as you want. They may even provide you some shirts and hats and signs. And then, then use those. Um, if you have a... If you have a halfway house, if you have a battered women's shelter, if you have a homeless shelter, if you have a children's home, um, anything like that would be a huge asset to your community that you're supporting. Yes, we were able to set up right in front of the water, uh, <laughs> just by uh, using the humanity locals. Absolutely. So. Uh, what's your uh, view on dry ice and the ice cream cart? I like dry ice. It's just expensive as hell. And you got nothing to show for it at the end of the day. No, right. You're, you'll be out of it at the end of the day. What do you have? For, what are you serving out of? Uh, we're serving out of, it's actually, it's an old uh, Hagendas car. And it has a motor on it, uh, but, you know, it's beautifully insulated. You know, uh, I'm thinking about just, I've got uh, three freezers, and I'm going to use one, turn it off all day, you know, get a couple uh, gallon jugs over throw that in there, you know, put them on the shelf and use the ice cream and just put the ice cream in and see how that goes. Contact Nelson, cnelson.com, in Ohio. Um, they can have your packs for that, and you can put them in the freezer. Think gigantic versions of the blue one your mom put in your lunch when you were little. But you got to have a freezer that gets down to negative 20, negative 30. Right, right. Yeah. But All right, they, my daughter has... I think if you buy 40, you should do or something. Okay. Uh, my daughter has a question for you. Uh, the ice cream card is actually hers uh, because, you know, we're with a hot dog card and at these crashes and she keeps coming up, hey, can I have $10, can I have $10? So I figured the ice cream get her some money. But she has a question for you, Ben. Yeah, go ahead. Um, hey, Ben. I own a ice cream cart called Shake It Up, and um, people see that there's a 10-year-old girl, girl running a ice cream cart, and I don't think I'm doing stuff, but I was wondering, how do I attract business? Well, I would think the fact that you're a 10-year-old girl would attract business. Signage may help you, maybe a big cutout of an ice cream that you serve there um, to draw attention. What What do you think is the problem? Is it just not enough people where you are, um, or is there something else? We haven't um, got it started yet. Yeah, we haven't really... Um like, um, we haven't really got started yet, and stuff, and... You're looking for Yeah, we were. You're looking for Yeah, we're just looking for tests. Well, you know this. Um, you're going to do fine. My daughter, which I have a picture, I think it's on Jason's website, um, of my daughter at 11 years old um, on a cart, on an ice cream bike making money so it's absolutely um doable you'll do better my daughter did better than my son even though he could pedal faster stronger and go in front of more people my daughter did better um girls 
are more approachable. So you have a benefit there, and you need to take advantage of that. And I am impressed as heck that you're doing this at 10 years old. Um, this is fantastic. Um, you inspire me. What about calling the local paper or the local news? Let them know, you know yeah. what she's doing. Get some free coverage that way. Yeah, send them an email. Yeah, you can yeah. send the editor an email and say, hey, listen, you know, most news stations and, and, and TV stations and newspapers have a link to submit a story. And you could submit a story and say uh, she was given back to the Humane Society or something like that. That'd be, you know, that'd even be bigger. Yeah, that'd be a public interest story. Um, <laughs> I'm impressed. Ten years old, and you're going to run an ice cream cart. Um, thank you so much. God bless you. Well, thank you for coming on. Please come back and share with us how your first day goes. I would like to know, and I'd love to see a picture or two, and I'll post it up on the blog. Maybe we could do an interview with you later. I sure will, okay? Um, Bye-bye, sweetie. That is exciting to me. I love young entrepreneurs, and that is exciting. It's like your boys, you know, the, the Lemonade Brothers. That is just fantastic. It's exciting. These, kids, these kids are going to pay for our retirement. It's almost. <laughs> we can just she get them through college. Do what? You see you joined us? Yeah, I couldn't believe that. Did you see I put hey, I put hey, a, we got the doc is pagan. Yeah, look at that. Ice cream carts and trailers and now storefronts and now, you know, he's casually late at, you know, five minutes before showing. Are we are we open yet, Corey? No, no, we are getting pretty close though. We've uh, we're just getting everything finished inside. The countertops are going in this week, and and uh, I don't know. We're we, we're telling everybody about four weeks, but it, it could go sooner. Wow, I, I, this is exciting. Um, so you're gonna? I mean, even here, we we expect to be 21 degrees Tuesday, um, Tuesday night. And and apparently summer's not coming, or maybe summer's coming late, and they're going to skip spring. But I, I can see all my apple trees and and grapevines. My neighbors have are going to be gone with this freeze. Oh yeah. But I think everybody's getting a late start this year. Um, it'll be interesting to see how you do um, coming on into the well. It'll be midsummer by in four weeks. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, seventy eight here today. Seventy five yesterday. Yeah. We were we were we were seventy eight today. And tonight I mean no, Tuesday night it's gonna be twenty one. Yeah, we're going back down to the chill. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah they're talking maybe snow tomorrow. Yeah, eighty degrees yesterday. <laughs> Mother Nature's drunk. Welcome to America. So, um I would Man, I'm impressed. Eleven or ten years old—that's fantastic. She's gonna um, do good. Yeah, yeah, uh, she'll do real good. The um, are your boys running this summer? Are they gonna run? Yeah, they were a little upset they couldn't go to this lacrosse thing, but they had their own lacrosse games. So yeah, uh, I won't uh, take them out of that kind of stuff to do this. You know, if they don't have anything going on, then they go. Corey, uh, what's your plans? Um, then are you still running your other operations while you're getting this set up? Are you watching oh, yeah. Oprah till you open or what? 
Yep. No, we're still we're still running the the trailer right now, and uh, it's going to run all the way up to uh, that you know our last Friday there, and then that following Monday we'll open up in the storefront. So wow. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's no rest for the wicked. I mean, you just ask Jason about that. He's wicked. <laughs> <laughs> so as wicked as they come, I'd say. When this show ends, man, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Well, I, I'm excited about it, Corey. I hope that you'll um, send us some pictures of your grand opening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, a picture of that retro cooler you got from Coke. Yeah, that retro cooler. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a pretty neat deal, yeah. Our Coca-Cola rep here, he's ever since, uh, even before I actually got started doing the hot dog business, when we picked up our first little uh, hot dog stand that had the Coke a soda fountain on it. I had him come over to the house and, and he started telling stories about when he grew up in Texas, there was a hot dog guy there and everything. And it just kind of perked his interest. And so I've always just been Corey, the hot dog guy, you know, and, uh, he's, he's just, uh, he's done really good for us. And so whenever we told him we were going storefront and, and, uh, he found that retro cooler for us and he was pretty excited about bringing that over. So, and it does, it looks great. Everybody that that walks by our storefront and sees that in there. I mean, everybody wants that thing. You know, it's, it's a really cool deal. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait for you to start. I, I thank you for joining us, Corey. Um, we'll um, <laughs> better and, late than never. Yeah, that's right. Um, I want to thank Jason. We'll have this noted. <laughs> Jason, thank you once again, and I'll uh, checks in the mail, and <laughs> and we'll we'll um. Uh, you know, I was expecting to hear from Michael Wood tonight, and he didn't show up. So, um, yeah, he probably shot somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, y'all have a good a good week. And... I already got stuck in that new funky little car. I couldn't get out. <laughs> and we'll see everybody next week. See you guys. Have a good night, everyone. Hot Dog Vendor Radio was brought to you by Benscarts.com and the hot dog answer man himself, Mr. Ben Wilson. Also by the letter H and the number one. Tune in next week for the very best hot dog vendor information money can't buy on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio.